Hello, everybody. It's Valentine's Day. What's up? It's uh, February 14th, Thursday, 2019, 4.32 p.m. It's a hazy day. It's 67, no, 61 degrees here in Los Angeles, California. Looking out, loving the gray weather. Um, it's beautiful. It rained all morning. So I'll be honest, I stayed in bed all morning. Why not? You know what? You can do that when you're an adult and you don't have kids and you're just living life, you know? That's what I'm doing, living life. Uh, I'm going to do a quick podcast today because no one needs to hear from me today. You got things to do, whether you're single or you're paired up with somebody, or maybe you're in a threesome. I don't know what you're up to out there, but whatever you're doing, you're doing it and I'm doing this. I'm about to get back to work. What else is going on? I have my essential oil diffuser going right next to my head right now. And you want to know what's in it? It is frankincense, patchouli, lavender, a perfect mix. Frankie's in the background eating some food. I am also drinking, oh, new news to everybody, bubbly, B-U-B-L-Y, sparkling water. Everybody gets LaCroix. Everybody's all about the LaCroix. Well, I've switched brands. I am now into bubbly. This is, I'm doing cranberry bubbly. They also have a really good one called Cherry. This doesn't sound like stuff I would like, but I do. It's, it doesn't taste like, I don't like flavored anything really, but these are next level. And then they have one that's, I think, Blackberry that tastes just like a clear, clearly Canadian, if you remember those from the 80s. I'm gonna hit pause while I take, I'm gonna just drink like 10 huge drinks of this. Okay, I'm back. Um, anyway, I really highly recommend Bubbly. I don't know if it's um, where all it's available, but if you see Bubbly, it's even at Walgreens, you know, it's everywhere now. So I like it. I have this weird issue with my uh, grocery store pavilions. I go to every grocery store, but when I go to this pavilions, which I love for every other reason, they have every LaCroix except plain LaCroix, which is what I like for plain, compared to Perrier or San Pellegrino. I like plain LaCroix, it comes in a blue package. They have, God bless this place. They have every flavor under the sun that you've never even heard of, like palm tree juice and what else? Ashes and dust flavor. They have every flavor. They have flavors that don't even exist, but they don't have plain. It's w so weird to me. So I always have to go to like a million different stores to get the right combo of things, but I've given up. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do about it. So I'm just kind of, I guess most people want the flavored stuff. Um, Oh, also I'm going to make lasagna tonight. So I'm excited about that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to tell you guys. Thank you very much for anybody who ended up going to the art fair this week. It's still open here in Los Angeles at Barker Hangar in Santa Monica. It's Art Los Angeles Contemporary. And uh, I'm with my gallery from Chicago, Western Exhibitions. I felt really good. I haven't been to an art fair since 2001. Nobody believes me, but that's the truth. I don't I don't do this. I don't go to these. This is a I think art fairs are a dangerous place for artists. If you collect work or you're in the business in some other capacity, get your groove on, man. But if you're an artist, I don't know. What are you doing? Let, let's not do this. I did it for um, supportive reasons. I wanted to support Scott. And I, I'm very, and it's right here. It's down the street from me. So anyway, but you, you couldn't pay me to go otherwise. Uh, you know, they're meat markets for art and it can be very hard and depressing. Thank God I ran into Eva. What's up, Eva Gergieva, everybody? Eva was there. Hi, it's me. As I uh, am editing this, I noticed 
I should give context for why I'm talking about Eva. First of all, you guys, if you listen regularly, I talk about Eva. She's an artist who is a dear friend of mine. And also Eva, I want to give credit where credit is definitely due. I haven't said this in a while. Eva is the whole reason this podcast exists. I mean, besides my own wanting to do it. But Eva, uh, one day I was recording. I, I read The Man on the Dump. Uh sorry, by Wallace Stevens. And just to myself, one, one Saturday morning, I'll never forget it. I was alone. I was working in my studio. I took a break to read and I read The Man on the Dump for the first time ever. And I got so emotional about it that I decided to read it out loud to myself. I needed, I needed to be in it. So I read it out loud. And then I read it out loud again. And then I decided I couldn't keep it to myself and I wanted to share it with someone. So I recorded an audio note on my iPhone to send to Eva because I knew she loved Wallace Stevens. And so I read it aloud to her with a basic like, hey, Eva, it's me. I am in my studio. I just drink way too much coffee and I'm really pumped up. And I I just started to cry over this poem. So I wanted to read it to you to share it with you because I knew she was in her studio too. and I'm weird about phone. I don't like the phone. I don't want to talk on the phone, but I want to share things. So I spoke it out loud. Essentially what I did was I recorded a mini me reading stuff podcast. And she loved the recording so much. And I started to think when she loved that recording so much, I started to think, well, I've had people tell me I should do a podcast. I love reading out loud. Maybe I should do a podcast reading out loud. So I ran it by her. Then we ended up talking on the phone because we were both so excited about everything. And anyway, so I love Eva with all my heart. And I also love sharing that story with you guys that I I really, if I hadn't had that instinct and hadn't had that person in my life to share something like that with who I knew would appreciate it, then I wouldn't be doing this podcast. And, you know, all two of you who care that I do this are now happy and (laughs) nobody else cares. But for those two of you who do, thank you for caring. And thank you to Eva. And I'll put a, also, you guys should check out Eva's artwork. I'm going to put a link for you to check it out if you don't already know it. Um, so that, that was why I brought up Eva so excitedly because I haven't gotten to see her in a while. And also her parents are some of my favorite people on earth. And the plant that is currently hanging right by my face, you can hear it. See, that's me tapping, annoyingly tapping the microphone with this long plant. I don't know what kind of plant it is. They gave me this plant right after I started my podcast. Um, and, and I also was writing a lot at the time, which by the way, my, um, ambition to write more got squashed in a certain way that I am kind of devastated over still. Cause when I was first doing me reading stuff, I was also writing a lot and, uh, they really loved this one poem I wrote Eva and her parents. And they said, every writer needs a plant and gave me this plant. And that's the end of that story. And I met some, I ran into, oh my God, I ran into one of my favorite people on earth, Tim. Have I never talked to you guys about Tim Schneider who runs the gray market? If you haven't read his article, the gray market, uh, it's officially on art news now, but he's been doing it for years. And I, here's how I explain Tim's, it's not an article, it's an ongoing, what do you call that? All of a sudden, I don't know the name for it. I'm sorry, Tim, if you're listening. <laughs> it's um, a column. Thank you, everybody. Uh, it's a column. 
and he's been writing it for years. And here's how I would describe it to you. I have, here's how much interest I have in the art market, 0%. Yet somehow Tim, who writes about the business side of the art world and how insane it is, it interests me. And he'll, he always has something funny and and odd and interesting that you never, I don't know. He somehow makes something that in my opinion is the most boring thing about the art world. Very fascinating, very interesting, and very fun to read about. So you can sign up for, you know, the newsletter or you can, which I have signed up for. And I've signed up for one newsletter in the history of my life. And it was the gray market. So I'll put a link in the description so you can find more about Tim. But he doesn't live in LA anymore, so I ran into him. You guys probably don't care who I ran into at the art fair, so I just want you to know that I had a good time. I spread my wings and I flew over there and I never do that and it felt really good. And plus, to be really honest with you, my, my hand and arm needed a break from what I'm doing right now. So it was good to just kinda get out the door and do that. So that's what I did. Now you hear the sounds of a book opening. I've read from this book before. Rather than reading you on Valentine's Day, a love poem, which I did consider. I, I have a lot of love poems I like, and I have a lot, I had a lot of ideas about how I would, what I would read you, but Frankie just meowed at you. But instead I decided to pick up Solitude, Every Man's Library Pocket Poets. Um, this is one of these books you can get at the you know front of Barnes and Noble. It's an Alfred A. Knopf book published in 2005. I'll put a link in the description so you can find it. Just a compilation, that's not what they call it, but I'm gonna call it that, of all sorts of poems from history about solitude. And I'm not doing that to be overly dramatic. Uh, I'm doing that because I would rather talk about solitude than I would talk about love, period. Because um, you can have, solitude is not a negative thing, by the way. You, you hopefully can exist in a certain version of solitude within your relationships, whether they be romantic or otherwise. Um, you know, my goal in life is to have much more solitude than I do. And I have gotten more of it every uh, year of my life. So I'm kind of, I don't know what I'm talking about here. I'm just telling you, you know what? It's Valentine's Day. Don't want to read you a love poem. Do want to read you about solitude. I'm going to start with um, one by Anna Akhmatova, translated by Judith Hemshmeyer. Hem Hemshmeyer. This is called Solitude from Rilke. O oh, you, my sacred solitude, the days are spacious, light, and pure, like an awakening morning garden. Solitude, don't heed the distant calls and hold tightly to the golden door. There, beyond it, is hell longed for. Take that, Valentine's Day. All right. Yeah, hell. There beyond it is hell longed for. <laughs> Anna Akhmatova, everybody. I've read Anna Akhmatova on here before. Go ahead and do a search for me reading stuff, Anna Akhmatova, and you'll find it. And then I'm going to read one by A.R. Ammons, who I admittedly didn't know a lot about. So I know he's an American poet who is no longer living. I believe he's from North Carolina. Uh, let's make up some things about him. He loved hash browns with lots of A1 sauce on it. Another thing, he loved to climb trees. Even well into his 80s, that man was up on treetops. One more thing, he was an expert at the backstroke with swimming. He had a stream in his backyard that he was known. The entrance of the stream was in his backyard 
and it circled his whole small town in North Carolina, and he was known to backstroke his way through the town every Sunday morning. All right, A.R. Ammons, this is Strolls. The brook gives me sparkles plenty and abundance, but asks nothing of me. Snow thickets and scrawny snowwork of hedgerows, still gold weeds and snow-bent cedar gatherings provide feasts of disposition. Figure, color, weight, proportion, and require nothing of me, not even that I notice, the near-winter quarter moon sliding high almost into color at 4.30, the abundance of clarity along the Rose Ridge line, alone, I'm not alone, a standoffishness and reasonableness in things finds me, or I find that in them, sand, fall, furrow, bluff, things one, speaking things, not words, would have found to say. I really like that poem. Oh, okay, so that's all I've got for you guys today. Uh, head on out over to Art Los Angeles, Contemporary. I'm going to put a link in the description if you happen to be in the area. A lot of people are in town. Uh, what else? You want to hear what I ate today? I ate... This is all I want to talk about is food. Have you noticed this? Food, smells, senses. I'm a sensory person. I guess that's where that's coming from. I won't tell you what I ate today. I'm just going to tell you I'm going to eat lasagna later. I'm going to keep working. I love working. I love drawing. I'm currently painting. I love you. I love that we're all in this together. I love people who support good organizations like the Trevor Project. I love anybody who decides to be good to each other. And I really love people who decide to be good to themselves. Um, I decide that and I enact that and then I accidentally fall back on being bad to myself. And then I come back and I remember all the things I've learned about being good to myself and treating myself right and then I try it again. Also, what do you think about dyeing my hair with henna? Should I do it? There's a brownish henna that I'm thinking about doing on my hair. I don't know if I should or not. I'm still thinking about those gray hairs. Anyway, enough about me. What would I like to say? I haven't said it in a while. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. That's Anton Chekhov. I'm Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. I love you guys. Have a great Valentine's Day. Bye.